You recommended we listen to Goodbye to All of That by The Wildlife, and I listened to it for a month. And I listened to it once yesterday. Welcome to Spin It. Happy New Year. everybody and welcome back to spin it the record ranking podcast for people who would rather be listening to music i'm james and with me as always 2023 connor that's all about to change counting down the minutes about to evolve that is right this is our last episode of 2023 it comes out august december 29th so there's still a few days yet to enjoy what remains of the year but what a year it's been how are you looking forward to the new year yeah yeah that's good got some exciting stuff i'm sure big plans and all that were you about to ask me uh how my current year was yeah how was your 2023 2023 went by fast yeah yeah it did so we're gonna get into the episode in a little bit we've got a a listener recommended album and let me talk about it a little bit first at the top we got recommended this album when do you think september maybe (laughs) like a long time ago we got recommended it a long time ago and we were said no no No. well kind (laughs) of well see the listener says Hey, you should listen to The Wildlife. The album's called Goodbye to All of That. You presented it to me as Goodbye to All That 2023. That's what it's called. Because I guess on their Spotify, that's how they identify all their albums. And I said, well, we can't do this now in September. We should put it as the New Year's episode when we say goodbye to 2023. We could say goodbye to all of that 2023, too. Yeah. So that's why it's here. Still almost didn't happen. It was, I debated it. I really did. But I thought, we gotta go for it. I did like this album. It's always interesting when I listen to an album for the first time that I've never heard. I did put this one on the albums of the month for a month back in October. But to be honest, I really was a little on the fence about whether to make it an episode. But here we are. It's gonna be an episode to say goodbye to 2023. Say, Say goodbye to that fence. We've made a decision. That's right. I'm not on the fence anymore. So as you said 2023 went by really fast, huh? Yeah. I've got a game for you. Early in the episode, I wanted to play. Oh, boy. First of all, I got some spin it stats. Here are our 2023 statistics. We've released 52 episodes this year, of course. <laughs> okay, it's funny. Yeah, that one's funny, but the rest of them are serious. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I just, I still, it's impressive we haven't missed a Friday. Hey, you know, we're still kicking. We have covered 52. We've done 52 (laughs) episodes. In total, we've put out somewhere around 63 hours and 23 minutes of episodes. Wow. Excluding B sides. Wow. Uh huh. A little over an hour a week. Mm hmm. Including this episode today, we will have talked about 664 songs. And if you're curious, your total points awarded this year was points awarded yeah your scores added up to a sum total oh 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 of 353 i didn't know you could mix units like that that's not very good your unit analysis is bad can't add mixed units you're right i shouldn't mix the units it's true but you've awarded 353 points out of a total possible of 490 so you're at about 72 percent okay that's your average album score that's passing as for me I've given 4,147.9 points. Man, your points are meaningless compared to mine. I mean, look at the inflation on that. I know. So many. Out of a possible 4,900. So for me, 
Do we need to get the squirrels out? There's a long pause. <laughs> I got it under control. I've been giving average 84.6%. Not bad. I mean, we're closer than I thought we'd be. Uh-huh. That's consistent. But here's my game. Those are our fun stats. You know, happy new year to spin it. 2023 has been an excellent year. I want to see how well you remember 2023. I call this the goodbye to all that 2023 game. Okay, buckle up. Here's how the game works. Okay. You get the episode release date. If you guess the episode based on the release date, you get three points. The release date? Yeah, of 2023. That's awful. Uh Uh-huh. Then you get the episode number. If you get the episode number right, it's worth two points. And then I will give you your score for that episode. And if you get it right at that point, it's worth one point. I think I'll do better than maybe you give me credit for. Well, I'm prepared. There are 20 questions. 20 of them. Okay. That's a lot. I know. And there are rewards depending on how good your score is. Whoa, what does that mean? You can earn prizes if you score enough points. Like extra picks? I can't tell you yet, but you'll I'll tell you once you've finished. I don't get to know what I'm playing for? Nope. Okay, I'll tell you what. If you get a perfect score, I'll give you that one, okay? The ultimate prize you could be playing for. Okay. No more pick penalties for your top three, and you get to override one of my vetoes for a future playlist pick. What? Uh-huh. If you have a song you really want on the playlist... Now that's a perfect score as in like i have to get it off a date alone yeah 20 times 20 times (laughs) there are there are lower tiers too but that's what you're playing for ultimately oh that's awesome i know right i like it let's do this okay up first december 22nd and we're going off of release date yes and wait december 22nd of 2023 yeah all these are 2023 dates because it's a New Year's episode. That, so like last week? Yeah. So Spinter Wonderland? That's right. Good job. <laughs> See, that's three points. Easy. You got this. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I got this. Easy. Psh, perfect score. Here I come. September 1st. That's another one that's really easy. That was Earth, Wind, and Fires. Uh, do, wait, do I have to know the album name? I mean, you don't have to know the album name. It's three letters long. Okay, but... But you're right. Oh, I am. I am. Right. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yep. I'm going to be way better at naming you which artist we did, not necessarily which. <laughs> well, that's fine. August 18th. Working it backwards from September 1st with I Oh, no. That was around the same time as Brooks and Dunn and Taylor Swift. I think Taylor Swift was after. Ooh. Was that? I had Journey in there. Was that Journey? That was Journey. Wow. Look at you go. That's another three points. Three down, 17 to go. Perfect score. Let's go. Yep. April 28th. April. That was, how dare you? (laughs) (laughs) How dare you bring up the episode we realized we skipped my birthday with the Duke. That's Duke Ellington. I knew you see April 28th. I'm trying to prove to you the date thing is not as bad as it sounds. That's another three points. Yeah, I feel like it's going to get really hard soon. (laughs) (laughs) July 7th. July 7th. Was that my worst album of all time, Kid Cudi? It sure was. That's another three points. Maybe my rewards are too good. (laughs) (laughs) Up next, April 7th. April 7th would have been Ray Stevens. I mean, come on. I know when mine were. (laughs) I know. That's why I put them all very early so you can start to feel nice and good about yourself. Okay. And then you're going to be some real hard ones towards the end, aren't you? Mm, They get a little more obscure. June 9th. June 9th would have been The Beatles because that's right near episode 100, right? So, yeah. It was right on episode 100. Well, right, right, right. I I had to do the math. I was like, July something was our year, which would have been 104. So just do some mental math. Yeah. September 8th. September 8th? 8th. Yeah. 
that's Taylor Swift then, because that's the week I just I said that earlier, the week after Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's another three points. <laughs> October twenty seventh. That's the mixtapers Halloween thirteen. Mm-hmm. Another three points. I don't know how well I would have done at this game. <laughs> You're giving me a lot of easy ones. I started with the easy ones. I did. I'm gonna keep telling myself that until they get hard. And then if it ends on easy ones, I'll just say I put only easy ones in. That's that was the gimmick. <laughs> May fifth. In sync, it's a pickle king, or that no, wasn't pickle king. That was uh, the lime king. The lime, the lime king. Sorry, not pickle king. Sorry, not John Mayer. In sync. That's right. It's gonna be May. Back the Backstreet Man. What about July twenty eighth? July twenty eighth would have been your birthday episode, which we did. Is that Jukebox the Ghost? You're a big fan of them. Jukebox the Ghost. Good guess. That's another three points. It helps that you also lined up when we were gonna do a lot of these with things that are easy to remember i know i know march 24th zz top i'm not convinced you're not cheating on that one i'm not i'm not how do you know march 24th because it's right before the singles huh which was two before ray stevens okay all right <laughs> february 17th oh god yeah yeah there we go okay february okay we started the year with Willie Nelson. Do you want me to just like give you three points for that one now? Or Oh, is that one coming? Yeah. <laughs> January sixth is Willie Nelson. It's he's coming. I'll just give you the three. Okay. We had Elvis in there somewhere. February seventeenth? Seventeenth. Oh, that's right around Grammy season, which would have been Harry Styles. Also around the time we did the Eagles, Eric Church was somewhere in there. I'm trying to think through the jokes. Uh. Would you like to, I mean, either lock in a guess or move on to your next clue? Which one is this? Hang on, hang on. What number did I make it to? Oh, I don't know. I went out of order now. You have... You have seven left. Seven left out of 20, so I've hit 12. This is number 13. Mm-hmm. I thought you really would do a lot worse. Where am I on the prizes? How many prizes can I still learn? I know if I miss this one, I uh, lose the top tier prize. What's, what's the next tier do I have to hit? You, you're one point away from the second highest prize tier. Oh, I don't want to miss this one. I want to... Oh, I was doing so well. This one's really stumped me. Yeah, you were flawless until this. This one's really got me. Hey, hang on. Okay, okay, okay. Go brave blast this. I can do it. I can do it. If I can remember when Elvis was, I can I can count it forward. Because I know when Elvis, Bambi, Harry's House, Sufjan, Eagles, Eric Church, I believe was the order. So I just got to figure out when one of those dates were. I, I got to lock in an answer. I spent too long on this already. You're being very gracious. This has been a bit. You've been very gracious in giving me time to work this out. <laughs> <laughs> I want to lock in Harry Styles, but that feels wrong. I'm I'm gonna lock in Sufjan, but I'm gonna kick myself if it was if it was Harry. Ooh. I'm locking in Sufjan. February seventeenth was the day we released Illinois by Sufjan yeah! Stevens. <laughs> Did I have it right? Was it Elvis, Hippocampus, Harry Styles, Sufjan? Well, I can't tell you that. Oh, oh, because the other ones might be in there. Okay. I can tell you there's a lot of confusion around the Grammy episode. <laughs> so yeah. I thought it would maybe get a little money. Okay. That was one of your nines. I'm surprised that that took so long. It was a nine episode. It just, yeah, the Grammys being moved and mm. there was a lot of confusion in that part of the schedule. Yeah. I didn't know what we were recording when sometimes. How do you feel about October 6th? October 6th would have been the beginning of Mixtober, which would have been Enter the Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang Clan. Three more points. March 10th. March 10th was... 
after the Grammys confusion. What's funny to me, just to interject while you think. Okay. I mean, you always say you never know when the episodes get released. You said it just a couple episodes ago. And that's clearly not true. <laughs> I don't know when like they're supposed to be coming out future state. But once they're already out, then I know. Well, once they're out, okay. Now, what date was I trying to remember? <laughs> oh, I'm not telling. Oh, no! It was March something. March 10th. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we had March 24th earlier, which was ZZ Top. And so before ZZ Top was 21 Pilots. So seven days back from there is the 17th. So what would have been whatever was right before 21 Pilots, which should have been... Is that where the Eagles were? Or is that where Eric Church is? That was another confusing run. Going Sufjan, Eagles, Eric Church. Eric Church? I'm going with Eric Church. Okay, Eric Church. Mr. Misunderstood came out March 10th, 2023. Record year. Mm-hmm. That was so long ago. That How was that March? I know. It's been a fast year. That feels like it was just a couple months ago. That's what's weird about it. I was putting together this whole game, and I was like, where does the time go? <laughs> October 10th. Why do you keep giving me all the Mixtober ones? Of course I'm going to know those ones. He says as he immediately blanks on the guy's name. Oh. It's the one, he has the dog that I that the mixtaper brought as a factor spin thing that reviewed him. What is his name? Uh, Noah Khan, that's his Noah name. Noah Khan, October 10th. See, I wasn't sure when I built the game, frankly, if you would remember more recent stuff. But would I not remember the more recent stuff? Well, because it was newer and it hadn't had a chance to get ingrained in a long-term memory. Oh, fair enough. I mean, October was two months ago as of the release of this episode. I know. January 27th. How many do I got left? Three left. And so far, still perfect. January 27th would have been three back from Sufjan, which should have been the start of the Elvis Presley, Hippocampus, Harry Styles, Sufjan, Eric Church era. So Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley. To hear you talk through this, it's incredible. I don't know how you're keeping any of it straight in your head, but you're nailing it. <laughs> It's the meme where the numbers are just flying all around. The dude looks really confused. That's me right now. Yes. It's just happening. I don't know. <laughs> I'm seeing the code. February 10th. Stop hitting me with the Februaries. <laughs> <laughs> this is the hard one. I know. That's why it's so late in the game. The 10th? 10th. Which would have been right before Sufjan, which would have been the Grammys, as we already established earlier. So that's Harry Styles. That's Harry Styles. And that leaves one left. And for all the marbles, July 14th. July 14th. That would have been right. What did we start the year of healing off with? I think I know it. I'm pretty certain. Because that was the start of the year of healing. And there was some reason why picking that one was funny. To start off what we dubbed the year of healing. And thinking through the albums we've done. Especially around that time. We would have had Thank You Next. Which would be funny for like starting a new year. I think that was later. We would have had around that time Second Helping. Which also would have been funny. But that wouldn't have really made sense with the year of healing. That would have been more like a second helping of... Was that the joke we made? A second helping of Vengeance? That would have been a few before your birthday. Is that Punisher? We were, we were like, we're going to heal, but we're going to start off by punishing. Wow. Is that an answer? It is now after the way you said, wow. <laughs> that was, I was just talking out loud, but I like the way you said, wow. So yeah, we're going to go with Punisher by Phoebe Bridgers. Oh, good. <laughs> well, the correct answer for July 14th is 
Punisher by Phoebe Bridgers. Oh. You've nailed it. When you were in that pause, my brain immediately went, oh, no, it was Toto. <laughs> but then you told me I was right. <laughs> you were way out of the ballpark on your guesses, like five episodes off. Oh, really? So, well, I mean, Ariana Grande was 109. So she was like a month away. I, I stand up on the fact you mainly picked easy ones. I did, and I wanted to start it out easy, but I did mostly mainly pick easy ones. Milestone ones. Like, I'm thinking of some of the other bands we did that I could not tell you when we did them. Like, when the heck did we do Otis Redding? I remember doing him, but when was when was that? That's a great question. <laughs> Otis Redding was right after Taylor Swift. We did Red and Redding. Oh, that's right, and I might have gotten that if I thought about it a little more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's it. We did um, 52 episodes, two singles episodes, and 50 albums. So you have to really cut that down. I wasted a lot of time just thinking. <laughs> but the sad part is you cutting it down makes me look more impressive, and people are going to be like, he's cheating, but I spent a lot of time on some of those. Oh, I know. I'm not accusing you of cheating. I know you did. What? What? Did it fair. No, I know you did it fair. I know you did it fair. Sorry. I just have a good memory. You've tested my memory on the podcast several times. I have, and it's true. So the total amount of points you got, see, if you were to get 20 points, you would get nothing. Mm. If you got 40 points, you were going to get two free top three extra picks to use at your discretion. I see. Now, do these stack where, like, I get this plus all the other tier, like in no. most game shows? Or No. No? You just get <laughs> you get no more pick penalties for your top three and a veto override for a future playlist pick. That's so dangerous. Valid for the rest of the year. How dare you? What? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> it's good. It's all yours. Use your discretion for the rest of the year. How dare you? It's not very healing of you. But that's my game. Let's talk about the wildlife. Wait, 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 what's my reward again? You get no more penalty picks for going over on your top three, and you get a veto override for a future playlist pick. What I will say, though, since you have earned that, I mean, I will let it extend into next year in that it will cancel out your current penalties. So next year you can start <gasps> fresh. Oh, that's that's very healing of you. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, all right, I guess I'm picking this whole album <laughs> because I got to use it while I can. <laughs> I kind of figured that would be where we ended up, but hey. <laughs> Man, all of that work for nothing. I was excited about. I know. It was fun though, right? thought it was kind of a cool game. A good game for the New Year's episode. It is. I would have been way meaner than you. I would have picked our more obscure episode. You picked like milestone episodes for pretty much everything. I know. But you're nice. That's why the mixtaper keeps beating us. <laughs> Maybe. Although I don't know what that has to do with me getting facts wrong. I mean, the mixtaper creates games that he immediately breaks the rules to his own games he made up. It's true. Spinny taper. <laughs> really threw me for a loop. Who are we talking about this week? I forget already. I'm in like reminiscing mode now. I don't remember. I know. Well, get back with it. The Wildlife is who we're talking about this week. Enjoy. The Wildlife call themselves your favorite band you've never heard of, and I sure hadn't heard of them until I got this recommendation, actually. This is a first for me. But now that he has, they're not his favorite because he's heard of them. Well, they're, they're no longer my favorite band I've never heard of. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I like these episodes where I get to, to experience the album for the first time new, and we get to talk about it because it's new to me, too. All these fan recommendations and stuff, I like them a lot. Hey, be, uh, before we get into this, since you'd already said that part, I also have a game show. What? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a list of uh, 20 episodes here, and I'm going to give you the date that they came out. <laughs> okay, chill. You got a perfect score. It's not like you're, like, mad. It's not like you're vindictive about that. No, I just want to see if you do as well as I did. I certainly would. <laughs> the Wildlife, they're a smaller band, a newer band. 
probably a name you may be hearing for the first time, just like we were. It's actually pronounced Woodluff. Woodluff. The Woodluff. 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 You're right. They don't. Have, they only have one vowel in their name. If you count the word the, they have two. They've cut out the eyes. It's like the word's blinking because both its eyes are closed. Oh, maybe it's sleeping. Yeah. It's closed its eyes saying goodbye to all that 2023. Yeah. So there's, yeah, smaller band, newer band. There's a limited amount of info out there about them. So these kinds of episodes are also sometimes really cool to me because we get to like learn from scratch. But actually the wildlife, the wildlife do (laughs) bear a little relevance to the podcast. They've been a supporting act on tour for the band Camino who we did for episode 10. Yeah. Honestly, one of the most unhinged episodes we've done, just in terms of the prep we did for it, because the day that episode came out, we listened to it, I think I listened to that album 13 times, maybe more that day. I forget, I said it in the episode, but I don't remember now. I still can't listen to it anymore. I burnt myself out of it so much on that day. And then we released the episode the same week the album came out, which was fun. But they have toured with the band Camino, They also have toured with Bad Sons from episode 32. Yeah. One of our first listener recommendations. Not actually our first, but one of our first. Same listener. Yeah, and it's the same person who's recommended them here. So definitely seen a pattern. But I think this is kind of a full circle episode for us in a couple different ways, you know? Actually, all three bands were out together on the Screaming in the Dark tour this past year, actually, in September and October. Also, the wildlife has opened for Halsey, who we talked about in episode 37, and Coin in episode 98. Oh, wow. Yeah. The wild... Uh, I keep wanting to switch between wildlife and wolf now. <laughs> the wolf! <laughs> the wildlife is from Anderson, Indiana, and they were formed in 2015. They're made up of college friends. It surprised me that they were college friends when they got together. Oh, really? After listening to the contents of this album. Yeah. College friends, guitarist and keyboardist Jason Bukuris, bassist Jack Crane, drummer Jeff Jones, vocalist Jansen Hogan, and his younger brother, guitarist and keyboardist Carson Hogan. I think today, from what I could find, the band operates as a trio of Jack Crane and the Hogan Brothers. They started putting out singles and a debut EP shortly after they met in 2016, and some of their early work caught the attention of some notable names on social media like Chloe Grace Moritz and Abigail Breslin. (laughs) It also got them onto some college radio stations. They started to get some radio play. They put out their first record, I'm Not Worried Anymore, in 2018. Their second record, Waking Up Is Hard To Do, in 2020. And their third, Repaint My Mind, in 2021. That's a pretty hefty release schedule. Almost a record a year for three years there. Sorry, did you say a record year? Yeah, yeah, a record year. Just like Eric Church. They also put out a demo EP whose title is a bunch of coordinates, I think, that I'm not going to read out because it's just a long string of numbers that you would have to decipher. So I guess goodbye to all of that is their fourth record. It came out on March 10th, 2023, the same day that we released our Eric Church episode, our episode (laughs) about record year. And as you can see on Spotify, at least, they kind of tack that year of each release to the end of its title. Didn't get a chance to figure out why they do that, but they do. The record's light, airy, this kind of bubblegum emo indie pop. It's kind of, let me put it this way, exactly the kind of music you would expect 
if you listened to Bad Sons and I told you that this band was going to open for them on tour, to be honest. It's exactly that. Well, it's almost like that happened. Yeah, I know. To date, the Wolof has earned over 60 million streams globally. They built up a fan base large enough to support their own headlining tour this year. Nice. It sounds like their live shows are really something to see. Something I have not seen. Something I may see? Question mark? We'll see. But now it's time for another round of Factor Spin. The last round of Factor Spin of 2023. How's the mixtaper doing? Is he ready for this? Am I ready for this? I think so. I don't know. Are you? <laughs> no. We've had some rough ones. Let's get them on out here. All right. Hey, it's me, the mixtaper. Hello, mixtaper. Happy New Year. Well, not yet. Okay. Happy old year. Happy old year. That's right. How you feeling? After last week's, well, I mean, last week we had off for Spencer Wonderland, which was nice that we didn't play. Kind of helped me get into the meaning of the season by not holding any grudges against you. But before that, boy, you've been playing really well. I'm hoping to continue that. I'm hoping that's a thing you leave behind in 2023. Probably not. I don't know. Time will tell. This episode will tell. No kidding. The year began with a 50-50. Let's see how it ends. With a bang. Sure enough. That's my first fact. With a bang? Well. <laughs> Just want to be clear. <laughs> Sorry. The transition was really smooth in my head knowing what the fact was, but realizing you had none of the other details, it didn't really make a lot of sense. No, it doesn't. <laughs> How's this round of factor spin starting off with a bang? It really, It's really not. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. <laughs> the more I think about it, in a roundabout way, it almost was a bang. Okay. Jeff was mugged after a performance. Mugged, you say? Yeah. That's the opposite of starting something off with a bang. Like, that sucks. Well, I mean, he was almost banged. <laughs> like, bang, bang. Oh, like shot. Good grief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but now I realize there was no gun involved. It was mugged by knife point, not gun point. In your head, it was the perfect transition. It keeps falling <laughs> apart. Every sentence you say, it gets worse. So at knife point, mugged at knife point for what? The contents of his wallet? Did he have anything cool? For his drum equipment. Oh, mm. what kind of drum equipment? Drums? Probably. I don't know. He was packing up like outside the venue. Yeah. They mugged him and wanted what he had. And he was like, all I've got is my wallet and my drum stuff. And they're like, well, give it here. And that's the story. And you're sticking to it. Well, they didn't actually take the drum stuff. No? But that's the next part. That was the end of what I was willing to give you for that question. Oh, okay. Not the end of the story, necessarily. Sure. So they didn't take the drum stuff. Did they take the wallet? Yeah. That's a shame. They tried to take the drum stuff. What happened? Could they not carry it? It was too heavy. Oh, wow. Or really not probably too heavy because uh, I assume most places have that kind of stuff on wheels, but it was probably just too cumbersome. They abandoned the drum equipment before running off and took his wallet. And yeah, they caught it on security camera. They caught the guys. Okay. But uh, bang, bang. Starting factor spinoff with a bang, bang. Starting factor spinoff with a bang, bang. This is a spin. A spin. Yeah, I don't believe it. Makes you think it's a spin. Well, I just think loading out after a gig, you're going to have your bandmates around. There's going to be people there. Mm. Maybe the club even has security by the back door. You know, it just depends on the situation. But I don't see someone coming up to you in A, a parking lot, or B, an alley behind a happening club at a reasonable time of night, maybe? I don't know. But I just, I, I don't even also see them trying to take drum kits. Like, that's of no interest to me. As a mugger? And sell it. Drum equipment's pretty expensive. Yeah, but how conspicuous am I? If 
you know, say he calls the police and say, hey, I just got mugged and he took my bass drum. Are you claiming that muggers are, like, typically the smartest criminals ever to exist to really think out their plans before? No. But anyway, you're locking in spin? Go ahead, locking in. Yeah, yes. No, I'm locking in spin. I don't think this is true. This is a true spin. True spin. That means it's not true at all. Yeah. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. I thought maybe I'd get you by acting like I had this really good transition. That wasn't really good. I thought maybe I could keep you distracted with that. No. You gotta get up pretty early to get a fake mugging by me. Like 6 a.m. or earlier? 6 a.m. would probably do it. Okay. All right. I'll I'll schedule all future fake muggings for 6 a.m. or earlier. I'll be asleep. I'm safe. Not if we mug you at your house. Are you gonna take my dreams? Yeah. Oh no, the dream muggers. (laughs) Let's see if Factor Spin can continue with the bang. What's up next? Carson Hogan and I are competitors. Competitors? Are you trying to say that? I mean, several options here. One, he is a host of this podcast playing Factor Spin against you, because I know that's not true. Two, he also runs a game show of sorts and is your competitor in the world of entertainment in that regard. I would consider believing that. Three, he is a barista at a place that is not Starbucks which I could also consider. Four, he's a quick change artist. (laughs) None of the above, but closest is three. Okay, carry on. He's a barista at Starbucks. Oh, at Starbucks. Well, that makes you like colleagues then, not competitors. Unless you're really... No, 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 no. We're competitors. Seems like you've missed some of the team building meetings, but... Okay, so he's a barista at Starbucks, huh? How long has he been doing this? Well... This interview was in 2021, so... Okay, so you don't know if he's still doing it. He may not even be one anymore. If he, They've gotten famous enough to have like, their own touring gig. They may He probably doesn't work at Starbucks anymore. But when they were just kind of a local band, he probably worked at Starbucks. So you say he probably worked at Starbucks? Is there probably in there? Well, I just mean like... like. Oh, he probably worked at Starbucks when they were in a local... Okay, you just put it in the right, wrong place. Right. right. I'm going to say this is tricky here. It's a pretty tame fact. Sure is. And that's kind of leading me. Normally, I think that would steer me towards spin, but that's going to... Because it's tame? Yeah, normally it would. (laughs) Wait, doesn't that normally lead you towards like it's true? Well, yeah. My logic is sometimes you bring a really tame spin, so I'm not on the scent of it. But this time it feels like the opposite direction. For some reason, I just feel like this one's pretty safe. And so I think it's true. I'm going to say... This is a fact. Well, before we lock it in, I'm not done. I oh, but I just wanted to see where you're going with that. Oh, but I kind of want you to be done though, because then <laughs> yeah, but I'm not. If it's true and you say more, you could turn it false. Sure could. Well, if it's true at this point, I still want a point. But go on. It's not how that works. Fact's not over, buddy. Jansen also is a competitor. Okay. In what sense? He also works at Starbucks. Yeah. You just added a second person to the exact same fact. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So? <laughs> Can I ask why you left him out the first time? Uh, I hadn't left him out the first time. You just uh, <laughs> tried to lock him before I was done. What is this? <laughs> I don't know what to make of this. You don't know how my mind works. I really don't know if I do anymore. <laughs> the Hogan brothers work at Starbucks. Oh, man. I'm fairly certain the first part was true. And I'm fairly certain this part makes it untrue. I think this is a spin. I don't think Jansen's there. <laughs> Before you lock that in. No. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Are you locking it? Are you saying spin or are you going true? I'm going to have to say this is a spin. The Jansen <laughs> thing was just so suspicious. This is. 
This is a true fact. No way. Hold on. How much of this did you plan? In my notes, I have written, only mention Carson at first. If he thinks it's true, add the part about his brother. If he thinks it's false, add nothing. Wow. That was so advanced because that's exactly where I was. I thought you would have either mentioned because if they gave an interview or something and talked about how they worked at starbucks surely they would have said both of them and surely you would have known both of them yep. but the fact that you left him out sure did man that was deliberate withholding of information <laughs> that was so mean so dastardly and i just started laughing because i pulled it off more suspiciously than i could have ever tried to like if i had scripted it out like it just came across extra suspicious because of how you like set me up with the trying to lock it in before i had all the information and yeah you were like oh this next part's probably gonna make it a spin <laughs> like i was just blowing my mind how suspicious it sounded it did it sounded very suspicious oh they had an interesting collab in music yeah with whom monkey boo what is monkey boo a tiktok famous monkey really and and does the monkey what dance why is the monkey famous i believe i did warn you a few episodes ago that we were gonna be revisiting monkeys in our monkey era yeah you did <laughs> alan jackson has a monkey the foo fighters don't want to be your monkey wrench and now we've collaborated with a tiktok monkey what's the monkey do why is it famous does it see monkeys around monkey sees monkey does <laughs> Uh, audiences watch TikToks of him just monkeying around. They like to give him sink baths. He's a he's a little tiny monkey. I really don't know what kind of monkey to describe him as. It's either a baby or like just one of the small monkeys. It's hard to tell. Sure. Well, what have they done with him on TikTok? They lended their music to his TikTok videos. Hmm. So like as he's monkeying around, their their music is used as like the background music. Interesting. And they they gave permission for this. It's not like just a TikTok sound that was used on one of his videos. They said, hey. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. Did they make anything specifically for it, or is it just an existing song? No, I think the Monkey Boo channel owner just kind of like reached out and said, hey, we'd like to use your music as our background music. And uh, they were like, yeah, heck yeah, use our music for your TikTok monkey. Nice. Have you seen the videos? I've seen one that was linked on the website that I found this fact on. Okay. And Monkey Boo is also from, I believe, their home state. Is Indiana their home state? It is. So I think maybe that's where they got the connection. Good job. Pretending like... Oh, yeah. I'm totally pretending like I didn't remember that they were from Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm pretending like I did it on purpose to throw you off again. D double double trick. Ooh, I'm so good at this. I don't know what to believe. <laughs> but I think this is a spin. A spin. Now, is this because you think that the monkey thing is suspicious since we're in our monkey era? Because, again, before you even pointed out we were in our monkey era, I uh, I knew this fact was coming. Take my word for it. No, this wasn't. Normally, if we were, like, in an era, like, you know, when we were in our moon era, if I was bringing a moon fact, like, I'd understand why you were suspicious. Like, oh, is he just bringing this because we're in our moon era? But I didn't even know the monkey era existed. It doesn't. No, that had nothing to do with it. Just, I just wanted you to keep an open mind, you know? I just wanted you to keep an open mind. Yeah. No, that had nothing to do with it. Okay. Just lock it in, spin? I'm going to say, yeah, this isn't true. Spin. Before you lock it in. No. I just want you to know that Monkey Boo has a brother named Happy. Happy Boo? Uh, no, I think it's the monkey's name is Boo, and then the other monkey's name is Happy. Oh, Boo and Happy. Boy, man, your parents were really glad to see one of you. The other one. Mm. <laughs>
What should we name him? Boo. Boo. So like an unspin? Yes. And I I mean, the good news is whatever you say after I've decided it's a spin can't make <laughs> something that was false true. Once it's a spin, it's forever spun. It's true. Can't unring that bell. This is a spin. Yeah, monkey boo. Is monkey boo a real monkey? Monkey boo is a real monkey, but I did lie about monkey boo's origins a little bit to make monkey boo a little more believable. Monkey boo's from North Carolina, and then he's just got 2 million followers on YouTube as of... Whenever this list of famous monkeys came out in 2019. Wow. Yeah. So you really were pretending to not remember they were from Indiana. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dastard. <laughs> yep, it's pretty bad. All right, what do we got? What's the last fact of 2023? Carson is a winner winner chicken dinner. What's that mean? It means that he's really good at PUBG. PUBG. Like the video game? Yeah. When you win a match in PUBG, you're dubbed winner, winner, chicken dinner. Oh, yeah. I've never played PUBG. Oh, I thought we played that together. No, I never played it. No? Who did I play that with? I don't remember. Maybe Connor. Oh, probably. (sighs) He's a gamer. Does he play a lot? Has he played long? Yeah. Played a lot. Played long. Played well. Won a tournament. What kind of tournament? PUBG tournament. All right, you. <laughs> Who sponsored the tournament? Nobody want me to answer that. What's the size of the tournament? Scale, scope. I don't know. Was it at his local GameStop or did he travel to some arena in San Diego? You know what I mean? No clue. Probably not the latter, but who's who knows? Who's to say? All I know is in this interview when discussing their interest in hobbies, he talked about how he won a PUBG tournament in 2016. When did PUBG get big? I feel like 2016. It's been big. It was like the OG, one of the OG Battle Royals. OG BR. Yeah. It came out here in on March 23rd of 2014. Seems early. Does he still play a lot? You probably don't know. No clue. This this interview article was from May 13th of 2021. So. Well, you got real specific dates and everything. This is a fact i think this is true oh wait before you lock that in well i don't know if i think (laughs) it's true that he plays or true that he won a tournament i think it's true that he plays tournaments iffy Mm, i didn't actually have anything else to add i just wanted to psych you out with that again one last time i figured yeah feel free to lock in whenever you've made a decision okay can i ask connor real quick yeah go ahead go ahead okay connor here connor have the mic back yeah, what's up? Well, what do you think about this? I haven't done this before. I've never consulted you during a fact. Yeah, well, I was off my game last time, so I don't know how good I'll be this time. But I know it sounds like I think it's a spin. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of was thinking fact, but there's some spinish elements. I think the whole thing's a spin. I don't think a single bit is true. I think he's lying to you 100. percent Okay, well, if that's we could take for the last fact of the year, we could maybe take a united stand and jointly lock in an answer i mean i yeah i'm not the one playing well, i know yeah but i take your advice and i trust you okay so yeah if you want to go spend go ahead but you did get wicked shout out last time i got them all wrong i got i got messed up last time so again take my opinion for what it's worth yeah um oh the mixtaper wants the microphone back now hey all right that's enough no more phoning a friend okay he's trying to use my lifeline this time yeah my lifeline factor spin what's the answer here connor and i have decided to lock in spin Locking in spin? Mm-hmm. Wow, kind of convinced you, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we talked, and I think he's onto something. Okay. What if I told you that you didn't talk to Connor? No, you didn't. <laughs> but but you talked to me doing my Connor impression. No, you didn't. To trick you into locking in spin. I can't believe it. You wouldn't, you wouldn't do that, right? I mean, some things are sacred. This is a true fact. No! Oh, oh, you're an <laughs> evil villain. I'm an evil villain. That's the first time you've ever used your powers against me. That was flawless. Wow, you really are good at that. 
That's why I'm the mixtape. I have the power to make my voice sound like anybody. But I do Connor best. That's pretty that's pretty wicked. <laughs> wow. A bummer. But you know what? We started the year 50-50, and it's honestly fitting that we end the year 50-50 as well. It really is. That was the 210th fact in 2023. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we do four every episode-ish. Well, no, because there's B-sides and singles episodes mixed in. Well. Well, Mixtaper, we'll see you in 2024. We'll see what 2024 has in store. It started off with a bang-bang. Starting it off with a... Yeah! <laughs> well, he's gone. I, I'm sure he'll make it to midnight on New Year's Eve. I'm sure he'll make it to midnight tonight, too. Hey, I'm back. Uh, I was in the bathroom. Did I miss anything important well, while I was away? Yeah, as a matter of fact. I tried to use a lifeline and phone a friend, but the mixtaper changed his voice to sound like you and tricked me. Oh, no! You fell for the mixtaper's, like, signature move? His only move, really. Well, he has other moves. Well, I heard he does a pretty mean worm, but... Yeah, he does do a pretty mean worm, and, I mean, he's a quick change artist, so there's, there's some skill there. Yeah, but, yeah, I did... I did miss that. So we went 50-50. It's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Well, let's talk about the album cover of Goodbye to All of That 2023, which is how I'm going to refer to it, even though it's just called Goodbye to All of That. Just, you know, be aware. It's ingrained in my memory that way. The album art is a, a rectangle and a circle. Sure is. To be honest, it kind of reminds me of that Bad Sons lyric about being able to see the moon from your kitchen, because it kind of looks like a moon through a window, maybe a little bit. It also looks like it's made out of paper, which is interesting. A physical medium album cover. It looks like a beach towel. Beach towel. Ooh, interesting. I like that. Especially at the bottom. I don't know. It's got beach towel energy in terms of it looks a little wavy. I don't know. Wrinkly? Not really wrinkly, but like like how a towel looks when it's stretched out. You can kind of see sometimes little like bumps in it. Yeah. Where it's not sitting perfectly flat. Yeah, I, I guess I could see beach towel as easily as I could see anything else with it. All of their album covers are kind of in the same vein of like abstract art with a pop of color they're very fond of the white border with some kind of uh, like physical painting or artistic element in the middle of it which is interesting except for of course the ep that's just coordinates that's a, a very blurry picture but let's get into it we got a quick nine tracks to talk about this time yeah i hit play on this and immediately went I absolutely know why they recommended this album it is like the epitome of their listening style like their preferred style uh-huh i could name like three other songs that they've made me listen to that the opening track close to you reminds me of yeah the the friend who recommended this to us yeah probably recommended it because it's very in line with their own taste in music and i was excited you know i i did really like the bad sons episode i had already scored a bad sons album when they recommended it the band camino who you found through them even though you brought that one yeah but yeah they're very in line with the band camino and stuff up first is close to you interesting start to this album i thought there's kind of this weird energy to the start of the song it's a little bit drony really well we hang on that one note for a long time it's a very like minor chord the melody doesn't have a ton of movement in the verse and the production is kind of minimal there's drums and there's a little bit of a synthy bass line at the start yeah and i knew the sound would get bigger but it was interesting to grow it out of such a small place i don't remember if it's one of the ones we did or just a random song he made me listen to or what but there's a song called that i don't even know what it's called but it goes like no he's no good for you 
And every time the chorus hit in close to you, it reminded me of that song. Mm. Because it's like the exact same. I don't know. It is a very familiar feeling song, Close to You is. Yeah. Like, it didn't feel unique. It doesn't. Not particularly. But here's the thing I couldn't shake with it. Way, way back. Reach, I mean, far back into the past. We did an episode on Good Charlotte. Okay. I remember that. Yep. Yeah. And we talked about... I remember talking at length about their album art. Well, we did. Yeah. The nuke on the TV. But we also talked about how a lot of their songs kind of just sound like people who are well past high school complaining about how much being in high school sucked. Well, that's how I would describe this, my friends. So, uh, no, <laughs> well, I think this song close to you and this album in general just kind of has traces of those vibes here, especially in this chorus, meeting him in the hall and asking you to prom in the halftime of a basketball game he's playing in. Mm. And it's also got little traces of Weezer, like in the garage. He's playing D and D in the band room. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, he, I don't know. It's a weird mix. It's an eclectic mix. But I just, throughout the album, couldn't shake the feeling of that. And It's an immature album for immature people. Got it. That's what you're saying. Well, no. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. But I do think it's, I mean, indicative of, like, a new band, right? When you're a new band, you've got a back catalog of songs that you've been writing your whole life. Maybe they started writing this song when they were in high school. You know? Who knows? And... As you put those things out and get experience and stuff, you start to write songs that just become more mature. I think I talked about it also with AJR, how by the time OK Orchestra came around, they really had matured into their sound. I kind of feel like that's a process that we're seeing towards its beginning on Goodbye to All of That. I think the wildlife shows a ton of potential here, but this definitely feels like an early catalog album, you know? That's not inherently a bad thing. For track two, I already started to feel the formula. Oh, you already had the formula? One thing I noticed... I mean, to speak to the formula of the album and the sound of it overall, the production on his voice, it, it's very similar on every track. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, there's something about it that was different for me. I feel like it's missing some low end a little bit. It just feels high up. feels like, not nasally. I just can't think of the adjective for it. But it doesn't change. Unwavering. And, I mean, especially on verses and in smaller moments. I don't know. It's hard to tell. But one thing that gets me about Close to You is that the title of the song is not the part that I remember from the chorus. The part that I always think about is watching him play basketball. Like, that's the most memorable line. And the title of the song is close to you yeah song so you've been called basketball that's what i thought i was like wouldn't it be better i mean maybe i don't know or watching you but then that gets a bit creepy well that does yeah <laughs> well the police did it thematically though it's at least a consistent song with a very clear focus right they set out to talk about i mean this is a taylor swift you belong with me but but not right yeah <laughs> so that's what they set out to do and they do it they're on brand on theme i can't say the same thing about psycho when i wake up what was the formula you started to notice by this point as i was listening to track two i wrote down okay one of the ingredients in a wolf wolf song is to start quiet and get bigger yes boy this was not the last time that happened <laughs> this song has a bit of that acdc effect where I just, I, he talks about feeling like a psycho. That's the title of the song. That's the main point of the song is you make me feel like I'm going crazy. But then we get such like, milk toast kind of examples oops i accidentally lost my keys you wrote yourself a number on my arm my imagination is racing he just doesn't talk about many things that are like i'm going crazy i'm going crazy i'm going crazy i'm like crying in the kitchen that's it yeah he's not like i'm standing in front of your shower curtain with a knife while you take a shower like he's not singing about that not like norman bates <laughs> 
No. Oh. <laughs> I just feel like there's a lot of potential to explore the idea of I'm feeling like a psycho because I'm I'm missing you so bad that is left on the table. Mm. It's another song too. I can't help but notice in the chorus felt this way since high school. I mean, it's just there. It's just there again. <laughs> and if I don't stay the night, I won't have to say goodbye when I wake up. Does that track? If you don't stay the night, you're going to have to say goodbye now, right? <laughs> like what? What's the... That is a good point. That's kind of buffoonish. You could stay the night and say goodbye later, or you could say goodbye right now and just stay forever maybe that's why he's a psycho he's wanting to just stay forever but then he still has to start by staying the night it's true (laughs) but he does kind of i mean losing your keys in the backyard does definitely sound like i want to stay forever but that said i do really like the music in psycho feeling like a psycho is a really catchy hook it is all my friends is such an interesting like techno like cyber kind of track I don't know how to feel about the verse. I don't really particularly get into the verse melody very much. The chorus brings it back, and I think the verse fits well with the chorus, but wow. Starting with the verse like that is a little rough. Maybe this is one where I would have started with the chorus and given us the idea right off the bat. Oh, yeah, just hit it with a, all my friends are, just hit it like that immediately. Yeah, I think that would have been cool. And then we could lead into that verse maybe where we start small and talk about how you met. You know, all my friends hate you. And that gets me hooked. That gets me intrigued. Like, ooh, why does everyone hate you? And then, you know, we could talk about the mating and the spilling of the Coke and Bacardi and the things. I also, ooh, I'm so split straight down the middle on Mario Karting because I don't like that lyric. But I kind of think it's funny that they pair it with the little bading coin sound. Yeah. So... If you're going to put that lyric in there, perfect execution, but I would straight cut it, personally. A lot of buffoonish lyrics for you on this, huh? Tons. Razor scooter to my shins. That's a relatable metaphor. Who hasn't taken a razor scooter to the shins from, like, our generation? Yeah, but I just don't like it. Again, see, when did you ride a razor scooter last? Last week. Yeah, but, like, actually. Oh, sorry, two weeks ago? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but, like, actually. (laughs) Never, actually. I don't know if I ever owned a razor scooter. Such a relatable metaphor, then. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. okay. I, I definitely had a scooter. I don't know if it was Razor brand. Okay, well, but my point is it's another thing that feels very, like, not immature, I guess, but, like, middle school. So making any reference to your childhood is immature? No, but we, it's just we throw it in here. I mean, Diet Coke and Bacardi does kind of abate that a little bit. But Mario Karting, and I'm taking a Razor scooter to my shins. Hey, I played Mario Kart more in college than I ever did in high school. Well, this song just feels like we're all hanging out at, like, a middle school sleepover talking about how much we hate this girl that cheated on me. You know what I mean? That's the vibe of the song. Is that what you did in middle school? No, but if I did, it would have sounded like this song. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I do like that they hold off and kind of bury the lead with All My Friends Hate You because it comes all the way around. All My Friends Hate You and also I Hate You. Like, that's funny. That's clever. Very catchy chorus. Very interesting song. I would have shuffled it around a little bit. And yeah, I feel like they did three bigger songs in a row here. They did. Bigger and more popular. I mean, to look at the Spotify plays, the album peaks with all my friends. Very front-loaded. Uh, yeah, it seems to be. Up next is Good At, Bad At Us. And I say at like that because it's the symbol at. Like, you know, the little swirly A. Like, it's an email address. Why don't we use the at for anything else? It's Twitter handles and email addresses. Where else would you like to see it used? Anywhere. What about anywhere we would put an A and a T in just our normal spelling? 
Like instead of what? You mean like how sometimes people will put the ampersand in replace of the word and when they're making a list? Yeah, just except for the at symbol replaces at. No, I'm just saying about in Star Wars, the AT-AT, and it's just at-at. Yeah, wouldn't it be fun? <laughs> it was just two little squirrely circles. I honestly just want to go back to hieroglyphics as our main f- form of writing. So much more fun. Drawing little pictures. It is fun. I'll give you that. But boy, is it tedious. Well, it'll make people maybe only say what they really want to say rather than mouthing off. because they have- Mouthing off because they have access to language? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> really cut down on all these talkers but also in the modern day i mean they imagine just a hieroglyphics keyboard <laughs> it's just really big type in hieroglyphics oh my gosh that'd be awesome what did you think about good at bad at us i don't remember oh i remember liking the music at the beginning yeah it's a nice verse honestly probably my favorite verse to this point on the album it is kind of similarly hugging that tonic note of its melody it doesn't ever stray too far from where it starts but it's okay yeah so that's like another recipe hold one note at the beginning of your song or i mean hover close to it within a step or two yeah and also again it builds right it starts off pretty subtle and it slowly gets bigger Mm -hmm. i like the concept of this song i'm not good at this relationship but i am good at being bad at this relationship i think that's pretty good i like the title of this one i know we kind of made fun of the at well yeah but i like the title that's what i'm saying the concept and the title it's it's smart it's clever it's not a way you would normally say it because why would you i think i liked good at bad at us and i think i do too um I don't know. I've taken some songwriting classes. Well, really? Yeah, back in the day. That'll come in handy on Connor's Hibbert and Hoppin' album. Yeah, it will. But one piece of advice that they gave that I really liked and I think helps a lot was they said, like, look at the words at the end of your phrases. Those should be the words that, like, help you tell a story. So you're not, it avoids, like, the me and C and B rhymes. And I'm going through this chorus doing that, and I just don't know how it holds up. Us, trust, (laughs) run, tough, luck, us. I don't know if it does. Trying to think of a song that is a good example of what you're talking about. Well, look at this. What about this? Boat, choke, wheel, feel, sharp, wine, rides, line, ocean, drive. You get a lot of the vibe of that song, Drive by Alan Jackson, out of the last words of the lines of the chorus. Huh, I like it. Yeah, I know. I think it's a great strategy. And I just don't know if Good at Bad at Us passes that test. Not that it's a hard and fast rule. And, you know, not that it's a bad song because it doesn't. I just noticed it. But it is. (laughs) I want to know who Jeremy is. Jeremy... Boy, this song's been done a hundred times, too. Jeremy must be a pretty cool guy, honestly. Must be. I want to meet Jeremy. I don't wish I was like Jeremy. I just want to know Jeremy. What a guy. This song is that same... I mean, I've heard it before. We've talked about songs like this before, like uh, AJR and their song Joe, right? I want to win Joe's approval. Joe's so cool. I want to be like this person. I want to have those traits. I mean, this one's framed in a little bit of a different way because this person that he's admiring is with Jeremy. This is Jesse's girl is what this song is. But like... But like worse. Kind of instead of wishing you had Jesse's girl, it's like, I just wish I was Jesse. <laughs> but then you would have Jesse's girl. Right, yeah. They like want the next step. They don't just want the girl. They also want to be Jesse. I think they only want to be Jesse. Only Sorry, we should just change it back. They only want to be Jeremy because... That's the only way they think they can get the girl, right? She only likes Jeremy for the way that he is. So if I was the way that he is, she would like me. Jeremy's the cool kid in the middle school. Yeah. This is probably my least favorite song of the five so far. I can tell you that when I, you know, go through the album and listen to it as part of the albums of the month, at the end of the month, I add all my favorite songs from the albums to a best of the year playlist and to my regular use playlist. Yeah. Jeremy is the 
only one from this album that didn't make that cut. That didn't make the cut? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I am glad the rest of the songs are not like Jeremy. Dang. Official least favorite song on the album. This is my least favorite song on the album. It's true. I just think it's a concept that's been done a lot before. And and, eh, to use a phrase that you've coined, it's milk warm. It's milk toast and lukewarm. I just don't, not getting it. I would never say something like that. You have no proof. I don't know where the proof is, but I can find it. (laughs) Jeremy, go home. Get yourself a nice glass of lemonade. Lemonade. Ah, this is the other song I think that's particularly at fault for the ACDC thing. Yeah. Where this metaphor just ceases to exist. It it starts (laughs) and then instantly vanishes. It's all lemonade. I'm just going through the growing pains. Now, obviously, that's a play on when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. Sure. But they never really talk about it beyond just saying, it's lemonade. What did you want them to talk about? I just feel like growing pains. I mean, I feel like they spend the song giving examples of where life is throwing lemons at them. And then they just go, yeah, but you know, it's lemonade. We're we're making the best of it. But we're going through growing pains. That doesn't have anything to do with what we've been talking about. I don't know. But I do. I mean, the example format is good. The example format is helping them out a lot on this album. I think better than the other verse styles, kind of. I woke up. It's raining. I hurt my tongue but I've got coffee. At least I'm breathing. That's fine. It's just it's really the growing pains thing I have a problem with. I, I just don't get it. I would never mix them in that way. Well, they're similar like phrases, right? Yeah, but growing pains is like, I don't know. I think there's a way you can make it fit into the lemonade metaphor or ditch the lemonade and turn this into a growing pains situation. But we're kind of one foot in, one foot out. I do, oh, this song musically is one of my favorites on the album. Hmm. I think the production on this song is really unique and really good, especially in the layering of the vocals. That's something I don't think we saw a lot of other places on Goodbye to All of That. Also, this is a song that gives us our title, Goodbye to All of That. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I don't have as big a hang up with the two metaphors. Well, because like the idea of a growing pain is like it's like something experienced early in the development of something like of a business or a project or a thing like, oh, you're learning, you're making mistakes, you're learning. Yeah. I think that goes well with the idea of sometimes you got to like learn how to deal with the bad things life throws your way. That's what I think what they're going for is like, there's all these lemons being thrown away and we're struggling to learn how to deal with them, but we're doing our best to make lemonade. Yeah. It's not like they're like, it's just lemonade and we'll burn that bridge someday. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> it's, you know, it's not like they're going wild with the mixed turns of phrases. We'll burn that lemonade when we get to it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. And then like, it's not bad. It's not egregious. It's just that I noticed it and it's weird to pair them like that. I would rather just have one or the other. Fair enough. Can't have both and. <laughs> Good transition. Thank you. I think we've really stepped up our transition game to pat ourselves on the back for a moment. We've had some good ones in the last few episodes. I think so, yeah. Sometimes they come more naturally than others. That's for sure. Yeah. Both and obviously took me straight back to Ingrid Andrus and her song Both, where you could be one way or you could be the other way. You can kiss me goodnight or tell me goodbye, but you can't do both. This one's different. This one's about how you kind of have two sides to yourself, the side that everybody gets to see, and then the side that I experience behind closed doors. And they're different, and you can't be both. One of them has to be fake. It's different. It's interesting. What do you think? Is it kind of like Billy Joel, like The Stranger? Like you've got multiple faces you show the world, but you are some amalgamation of all of them? Both and was another one that just didn't really do it for me. I like the melody on the chorus. But beyond that, I don't know if I'd say it 
does it for me. I have fun with these songs. I, I feel like they're fun to listen to on a very surface level for me. And that'll be reflected in the scores, personally. I think the music is the strongest element of this album. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, I'm enjoying the music. I just, like, Ban Camino and Bad Stuns, like, those songs stuck with me in a way that these ones aren't. I still sing Peachy. Yeah, I get Know It All stuck in my head. Yeah, Know It All is I good. I know it doesn't. Know it all. Just the other week, I had Roses <laughs> cranked up in my car, driving along. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, they stick. I think some songs from this have sticking power. For the music, I'm going to get some of these songs stuck in my head. Some of these hooks. All my friends hate you. The closest one for me is Close to You. Interesting. That's the only one I can see really getting stuck in my head. The rest of them, not so much. I can see all of them but Jeremy. <laughs> it's it's true. I really did musically enjoy all these songs. But everything else he hated. Nah. Deep End is close to the bottom of the list, though. You didn't like Deep End? I don't know. Mixed emotions, middling on Deep End. Deep End is all about, I mean, we start talking about, obviously, Deep End of a Pool and Chlorine and Jumping In, and then the chorus starts with, you can burn the house down, clean up all the pieces, and and bleeding. Like, we get to fire in the chorus before we get anywhere near the Deep End. It's just an interesting direction. I actually kind of like Deep End more than a lot of the ones we've been talking about here recently. Yeah? Oh, this one kind of, standing in the Deep End deep end yes see it's the little hook the little musical hook at the end of the chorus yeah they really do nail those yeah and like the way the music would like drop the beat would drop on the different lines this is maybe the second closest to getting stuck in my head wow i did not like how they ended it with that weird with the weird vocal stuff they did really well not the variant it's somewhere around like the 240 mark they do a weird like they do like this weird oh the heat waves the glass animals kind of thing you didn't like yeah which is another band that's very much just in this absolute wheelhouse i think from what we know about them the one song we listened to way back on singles episode number one wow (laughs) This episode really calls back to a lot of our older stuff. Deep End, I actually like that a lot. I think the production on Deep End is maybe its strongest element. If the whole album had been produced like Deep End, with lyrics like Good at Bad at Us, and a melody like Lemonade, I think that's my sweet spot. Yeah? Yeah, I would mix and match aspects of all the songs into one super, super woodloof. (laughs) i still don't know how i feel about lonely though the ninth and final track on this album lonely's interesting it's a post breakup song where he kind of just is glad to be lonely wishing he could stay lonely wishing we would have stayed broken up back in 2017 because i've got a 65 inch tv to keep me company i can sleep i got peace of mind i don't have to worry it's a lemonade twist on a sad situation but i can't tell if it's like genuinely i'm so happy to be lonely or if it's like some sort of consolation prize like i'm trying to convince myself it feels good to be lonely because i have no other option lonely made me feel lonely did it Uh oh not really no oh, well. <laughs> it just felt like a th- funny thing to say i don't know lonely felt kind of the most out of place on this album of all the tracks how so it almost had more pop rock vibe than indie pop vibes to me okay sure some of the instrumental choices and stuff gave me like pop rock vibes instead of indie pop there's some big guitar moments on it but i also really liked lonely i like that (laughs) hook that one big hook lonely like that's it for me and the way the music hits it yep but that's that's kind of all i need out of the song (laughs) i mean i guess 
That's all I can really get out of any of these songs, regardless of what I need in most cases. Dang. What do you think? Is it a genuine loneliness or is he trying to convince himself it's fine because he doesn't have any option? Convince himself. I kind of feel that way too, but I don't know if that's the point. I also, he's like obsessed with hating this person, assuming... Which is a big assumption. I mean, if it's the same subject of all these songs that he's talking to and about, he's like obsessed with hating her. Uh, Don't need you to hold me. When you start to wonder if I hate you, guess what? I do. Like, good grief. Settle down. I don't know. Anyway, let's talk about it. Let's final spin about it. You ready? Yeah. I think this album, for all of its catchy hooks and for all of its fun moments and some of its big production moments, this album feels a little confused to me. I think it's a bizarre mixture of tone in these songs. We've got some really like happy-ish songs like Lemonade, Lonely, All My Friends, Pretty Good, Pretty Happy. And then we've got these like bitter, angry, upset, sad songs like Close to You, Psycho, Deep End, Jeremy, right? So I feel like this album, the pendulum swings wide for the emotions it's trying to evoke. And it has one method for trying to evoke those emotions. I feel like you could kind of put any of the messages into any of the songs. Shuffle up the subject and the music and you could make any pair you wanted. You know what? Does that make sense? The sad songs don't sound any different than the happy songs. Don't sound any different than the angry songs. Yeah. And so I guess it's that it's confusing to me in that regard because I never know going into a song how I'm supposed to be feeling when I'm listening to it unless I listen closely to the words which are a razor scooter to my shins. I don't know. Musically, super catchy. Honestly, impressively, especially on the choruses. Verses leave a little bit to be desired, given music in 85. Lyrically, like I said, a lot of potential here. I think this is a great building block for the future. I think the wildlife shows a lot of promise here. This is that survivorship kind of bias thing, where it's obviously very easy to find and talk about things that are bad. But some of the things that are good, some of the promising, strong stuff might get overlooked, right? Just because that's the way it is. I think this album has a lot of strengths, a lot of good things going for it. And I really would be open to talking about the wildlife again in the future. I want to listen to another one of their albums. I want to see one of their live shows that they're so renowned for. You know, I think there's a lot here. But I think this album is the beginning, which is fine. Given lyrics is 76, instruments and production, 78. Each song is kind of its own animal here. And actually, I mean, to that point, I almost think this album would be better as singles. I kind of wish I just heard these songs one by one, randomly, out in the wild, not as a part of a collection. Mm, Interesting. Yeah, I think just having them all together in such concentrations kind of hurts them in my mind a little bit because I necessarily have to compare them to each other. You know, if they stand alone, then I just get that song for what it's worth. But uh, overall vibe 82, enjoyable. I listened to it, I mean, not just as many times as I had to. You know, I came back to it and back to it and back to it. So I like it. Overall score is going to be an 82.0, which ranks it at number 427 on my list. I know that sounds low, but there are 694 albums on the list. So, you know, that is like the 39th percentile. So it's in the bottom third. It's above the bottom third. It is a few slots above Anthony Green's Pixie Queen. And it's a good ways below AJR's OK Orchestra and Stevie Ray Vaughan, who ironically also had a song called Close to You. (laughs) So yeah, that's my take on it. 82. What about you? Yeah, definitely not as good as some of the other indie pop bands we've done. Well, that's why they opened for them. (laughs) 
Yeah. When I said it sounds like this band would be the opening act for Bad Sons, I mean, that's exactly what they sound like, what they are. True. At this stage in their career. True. Yeah, I'm interested to see where they go. I like their sound. Mm-hmm. I like their style. They need to mature, get a little better at songing. At songing? Yeah. Maybe we should get you some hieroglyphics. <laughs> I guess I'll just get right into it. My top three in album order. You could take a third of the album. Close to you. Close to you. Psycho. Uh-huh. All my friends. Oh, no. Good at bad at us. I think even for one episode, it was too much power. Jeremy. No, not Jeremy. Lemonade. Oh. Growing things. Oh. Both slash and. Wow. Who you even put the slash in it? Deep end. Yep. Lonely. Wow, what a top three. Nine top threes. Somebody's gonna love you 2023 version. What? That's not even on this album. Waterfalls 2023 version. Oh. Lonely Stripped. It's on the 2023 deluxe version. Wow. Is that 12? Yeah, that's that's 12 top threes on a nine track album. Awesome. <laughs> that's a Spin It Award for the most top threes per album tracks. <laughs> yeah, congrats on getting your Spin It Award. If I had to narrow it down to a reasonable amount, uh, which I'm not for official episode, but you know, if you're curious, close to you, Psycho, good at bad at us, and Carnival Mention Lonely would be where I went with that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. My playlist pick, Rhapsody in Blue by George Gershwin. Go ahead and try to veto it. No, but <laughs> no, ask me from the album at hand. I feel like that's always been implied. Says who? That's that's the rule. Implications aren't the law. That's in the fine print of your prize. Mm. It was only good for 2023. The other one happened in 2021. Oh, how about this then? I'll pick Jeremy. Do you really? Do, but do you really want Jeremy? I want it if you really don't. I don't care. I want my veto for the future. Someday there's going to be something I want on the playlist that you're going to veto. I'll tell you what. And I'm. I'm going to remind you of this moment. I'm choosing close to you. Okay, close to you. We're in the year of healing. I'll let you keep that indefinitely. You earned it, honestly, by getting that perfect score. I expected you not to do it. I thought that was just going to be a thing I offered as a joke. But, like, you earned it. So you can have that veto until you've, you've used it. That's right, I did. So close to you is your pick. Yeah. Easily my favorite song. Wow, ever? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> What's, uh, what's your pick? It's interesting that you started with playlist picks like this, but okay, I'll go out of order. I don't know. You would think I'd have given it more thought, but I haven't yet. <laughs> Honestly, I gave it a lot of crap, but it's Lemonade for me. Wow. Okay. It's got one of the best melodies on the record. Oh, I meant to, I had this in my notes and forgot to bring it up on Lonely. We've done another Lonely before, right? By, uh... Machine Gun Kelly. Lonely. Machine Gun Lonely. Kelly. Even Lonely. Even when the room yeah. is full. Yeah. I thought of that when I saw this and... I like Machine Gun Kelly's better. Okay. I'm guessing you liked This Close to You better than Stevie Ray Vaughan's. Yeah. Mm. What about both and versus Ingrid Andrus both? Ingrid Andrus. No, probably this one. Wow. You know what? I like Ingrid Andrus both and both and. You like him both? Wow. Like both boths. You like both both and both and. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You nailed it. Stupid. Okay, cool. As for my score. The real question on the table. I'm curious. This is like a weird mixture for you, I think, of things you were kind of apathetic towards, but also some things that kind of like you liked. This one's getting six units out of ten. Units. Units without the I. Oh, it's going to look like unts. <laughs> Uns. Yeah, six uns. Six uns. Out of ten. Hey, you know what? If they don't have to have eyes, neither do we. Exactly. This week we're... We're eyeless. We're spent. We're spent. <laughs> 
<laughs> Unfortunately, eyes are pretty integral to our name. Yeah. So where in your sixes is that going? I mean, we skip a week for Spencer Wonderland, but that's two sixes in a row and three sixes out of the last four. Oh, that's true. And wow, you're on a six kick lately. Since episode 121 rush, you've given... A lot of sixes. Five sixes in the last eight episodes. Yeah. So it's going right above the Beach Boys. Just keep pushing them down the list. <laughs> That's a hundred episodes ago, and they keep falling. You keep finding things better than them. Yeah. Glad I didn't try to bring them for the year of healing. Whew. Six unts. Okay, so above the Beach Boys puts this below Ariana Grande. Yeah. Okay. The the audience recommended this one, and I said, thank you, next. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ooh. Yeah, well, that's how we're ending 2023 with a... Uh, thanks, 2023. Next. Thank you, next. Goodbye to all of that, 2023. We're on to 2024. Newer and better things. Hopefully better. Oh, boy. At least newer. I'm so excited for the first couple episodes we got lined up in 2024. I got some doozies for you. I'm really... I'm stoked. Yeah, but until 2024 arrives... All you audience members that maybe haven't listened to all of our previous stuff, go check it out. Yeah, if you feel so inclined. You can find us pretty much anywhere that you can find podcasts, especially where you're listening to it right now. Yeah, be sure to like, heart, star, rate five stars, and say hi. Yep, do all that stuff. You can find us on Instagram, at Official on Twitter, sorry, X, I'm still doing it. Silly me, it's 2024 almost, and I'm still writing Twitter instead of X. <laughs> Find us on X at Spin It Pod, and of course on our website at www.spinitpod.com. Tell a friend named Jeremy about the podcast. Yeah. And if you don't have a friend named Jeremy, go make a friend named Jeremy, and then tell him about the podcast. Ooh, that'd be fun. Hashtag Jeremy Challenge 2024. <laughs> Is there anything else we're supposed to do? I think that just about covers it. Thanks for another great year of music and episodes, and we'll see you next year. Yeah. Thank you to the audience member who recommended this one. That's right. Yeah, thank you very much for the recommendation. I really did enjoy it. And if and you, if you want to recommend something... Well, you read my mind. Oh, yeah. We were on the same brain. Yeah, same brain. Same but I'll brain. let you do it. Go ahead. Thank you. If you want to recommend an album, reach out. Get in reach touch out to us on social media. Don't beat you to it. What he said. <laughs> on social media. Reach out to us on social media. And say hi. I mean, just give us feedback. We love that. We love to talk to you. Say hi. Listen to the music you love. Yeah. Have a great weekend. Have a great New Year's. Have a great 2024. And until it's 2025... And until then, keep spinning. Keep spinning. Oh, that's good. Keep spinning. Yeah, no eyes. We should have done the whole episode without eyes. That would have been rough. Yeah, well, that that would have been rough. Would have been a fine sentence. <laughs> <laughs> but your sentence would not have been. Fin. Fin. Yeah. And honestly, I got pretty close. You did. <laughs> you did. <laughs> Sounds like the same word. <laughs> what are you looking for? Do you have any New Year's resolutions for 2024? Yeah. What are they? Oh, oh, oh. I got two. Okay. One, never get shut out by the mixtape ever again. Whoa, that's ever again? That sounds like more than a 2024 resolution. <laughs> well, for 2024, I should say. Never, ever, ever in 2024. <laughs> sure. What's the second one? Drink more milk. Get those strong bones. <laughs> Don't you mean milk? Yeah, sorry. What about you? I have one. Never, ever get shut out by the mixtape ever again. <laughs> oh, good. We have the same resolution. Wow. Let's see who can keep it the longest. Well, that's not fair. <laughs> Goodbye to all of this.